Welcome to Hold Bazooka, the video game podcast. We are proudly part of the Outhousers.com. You can find our show also on iTunes and Stitcher. I am El Blanco, and joining me is Doomy Doomer. What's going on? Hey, you're back. I'm back. We did a show without you last time. I know. I yeah. listened. You did? It's like you did guys... The whole thing? Yeah, I did, actually. To the whole thing. Did you, did you, did you, you guys love me so much that you just you just talked about me so much. It was, it was so nice to hear. Yeah, well, we'd like to think you were there in spirit. <laughs> Big part of your guys' lives. It feels good. Yeah, well, you know, there's something to be said about living rent-free in everyone's head. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I, I live by that motto. Uh, my motto is, uh, I'm always home. <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I'm never home in my head. <laughs> All right, I have so, very, uh, I have just very little newsy stuff. Yeah, um, three of them all apply to the same game, but I'll start with the one. Don't say it. If you say Destiny, I'm hanging up. No, I actually wasn't going to bring up Destiny. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, <laughs> go on. All right. So this past Tuesday, we saw the release of Destiny 2.0. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. So. I, uh, this week, we heard that it was reported that there will be no map voting or vetoing in Halo 5 Guardians. Now, were you oh, wow. ever, 343 Industries had, studio head Josh Holmes had responded to a uh, Twitter question from a fan. So, uh-huh. so, you were a seasoned Halo guy. Yeah. How do you feel about that? That's pretty shitty. Did you, were you part of that whole, like the voting and vetoing? Well, yeah, if, well, of course. So, like, you would start a match, you would get into a matchmaking match, and then there'd be like three different choices, and then people would vote. If it didn't get, if you didn't vote, it would stay to the default one. If it was, you know, one way or the other, it would, it would do it again. And I think it was a max of like two or three times it would do it before it would just be like, this is the one. Right. Um, why aren't they doing it? Is there a reason? I didn't notice a particular like reason. Was it just like fuck you? We're doing it this way. More so, <laughs> more so, it was just like just straight rotation, kind of thing. Like the, oh. it wasn't like I mean, of course, it's also Twitter, so it's not like a lot of big you know expounded answers and stuff. But so I guess it's just going to be. I get much like I guess a lot of the other uh, FPS multiplayer's out there were like you know, it just I think most of them you 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 get the vote. Do you get the vote? And most of them? I thought pretty most of you pretty sure. much, it was randomly, uh, randomly, you know, kind of like a roll of the dice. I, um, I used to play Black Ops 1, and I'm pretty sure you could vote in that. I mean, right. that was I didn't play Black forever Ops ago. Um, I gotta be honest with you, I'm not a PvP guy these days, so I'm not the right person to ask. Yeah, no, me neither. But I was just curious, since I knew you were a seasoned Halo guy, how Let you me, um, Yeah, while we're talking about this, uh, I'm going to drop a line to my son, my oldest, because he will tell me what's going on, because he plays uh, CSGO. Ah, uh, yes. But anyway. But yes, yeah, so there's no, uh, no more voting. So I didn't know if you were going to be like, yay or nay on that. Uh, nay, I, I like choice. I like the ability to be like, hey, I want to play here instead of there, even if it means losing and having to play somewhere else. At least I had a vo- like a vote, and a mm-hmm. voice. That stinks for taking that out. Wonder why? They just want to do the rotation of it. I beyond seems lazy. <laughs> <laughs> just seems lazy to me. <laughs> it could be. It could just be straight like oh, I'm too tired for this. You know. Well, it's coming out what November? Uh, that was October. Oh yeah. I uh, forget the date. October, mid-October, I think. Wow, okay, yeah. Uh, so, 
Uh, my 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 oldest says yes, there is in every game mode. You can you can vote All for right. CSGO. <laughs> okay. Well, good. So then it's just I guess Halo Five is just October twenty seventh. I guess they're I guess for whatever three four three's reasoning is, they're just like nah. Yeah, I I think they're running out of time. It could be added later. Yeah, I was, saying, I was just gonna ask you. I was like, I'm sure this could be like part of some kind of patch that comes down later. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably shoehorn it into a forty dollar DLC, a la Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yes, guys. indeed, indeed, forty dollar <laughs> DLC. I, I wasn't even gonna bring it up. Anyway, so yeah. well, you can because I mean, well, it gets you know, out. Since we're, since we're talking it, about DLC, uh-huh. uh huh. Bethesda. Made a promise on Fallout 4's season pass. Yeah, that, that it will cost you thirty dollars, and you know those who buy it will get all the Fallout 4 DLC the developer ever creates. It was on like Bethesda.net. So, how do Wait. you feel about that? Wait, I'm sorry. Repeat the latter. Fallout uh, Bethesda. You're talking about the Fallout 4 season pass. Yep, thirty dollars. Thirty, bu- 30 bucks for the season pass. Yeah, and if you buy it. The pass. Uh, the developer had said, or Bethesda had said, that you will get all the Fallout 4 DLC they ever create. Oh, and cool. It was posted up on Bethesda.net. I feel good about it. That sounds like a good thing. <laughs> well, sounds great. Of course, you have to, you know, you're like, well, I wonder how much that means they'll put out. Well, you put out one big DLC for you. Huh. Or are you going to get like a whole bunch of little ones, you know? Yeah. Um, Were they going to consider DLC, you know, besides like maybe more content, but like, oh, we gave you some DLC. There's like five new guns. I'm trying to think of the DLC for Fallout 3. I don't think it was substantial. I know there's like a UFO one, which was kind of fun and cool. Uh, well, as long as it's cool and fun, that's all I care. Actually, as long as it's fun, that's all I really would care about. There was another one where you went to like a different town. That uh, was kind of cool. So, yeah, I mean, it's. Honestly, it's probably worth the thirty dollars if they're gonna do this like quarterly mm-hmm. or even ha- halfway through the year they release something big. That uh, to me, that's worth it. Because mm-hmm. by then, I'm sure people have dumped hours of their lives, lost relationships, <laughs> uh, divorce, alcoholism, <laughs> lost you know, jobs, drug abuse, just <laughs> lost jobs. Boy, you're really painting a great picture here. It's the it's the gamer life, you know. This is a lineage. This is the struggle we we deal with as gamers, you know. We just have to, Maybe you. We got to plow power through it, you know. When your boss says they have a deadline of tomorrow, maybe it's not really tomorrow. Maybe it's more like the next day because you got other shit to do. And Fallout Four. Just okay. I can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stick with Fallout Four. Uh, voiceover actor Eric Todd. I'm gonna say his last name wrong. I know. Dellums. He did the Galaxy News Radio DJ Three Dog. Yep, yep, yep. I killed him. <laughs> did you? <laughs> I did. I was like, "What if I can kill you?" <laughs> well, he and then the the DJ after that was some old lady. No kidding. Oh, I have to do this job because Three Dog's dead. Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh no shit! <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you gotta you gotta play Fallout Three. Yeah, I, I will. Well, the the voiceover artist isn't coming back. Is or isn't? Is not. Well. I killed him, so it makes sense that he's not coming back. Oh, okay. Weird. So they're, they're, they're somewhere in Bethesda, they're like, well, Do- Doomy killed him. You can't bring the character back because Doomy, Doomy killed him. You have to bring back the old lady. Yeah, I'm, I'm big over there. But uh, so he put out, you know, some 
classy tweets, I, I guess I would say. They weren't like the butthurt kind. They were just like, oh, well, it sucks, you know. I wish the best for everybody. I'm always here if Bethesda needs me kind of thing, you know. It kind of makes no sense that he would be there because it's a different time. I know. They haven't they haven't released a time frame, but I'm pretty sure this one takes place a different timeline than... It kind of looks like it. Yeah. Like I can't tell if it's before or after Fallout 3, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if it was before. Yeah. At least parts of it. Right. And my last Fallout 4 news is that... Uh, Bethesda has little a little Fallout 4 video series. It's called Special, <laughs> or Extra Special. Nice. The, the fr- part one was released. Uh, I saw today on YouTube. It huh. was called Strength. And it's, it's done in the, the whole black and white, cartoony, uh-huh. you know, old-time cartoon look with the scratchy soundtrack. Like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And it's funny and gory. Like Oh, good. Like, like Fallout. How would you know? I've seen pictures. Ah. Uh, I've seen you play. Oh, it's so great. That's one of those games where you get powered up and y- you do the VAT system where you zoom on the guy's head or whatever and just like, boom, boom, and his head just explodes and bits. <laughs> Incredibly fun. <laughs> so good. Well, those are my news bits. Those are some good bits. Tasty bits. See? No destiny. So, have you played it? The 2.0? The Taken King? It's not out yet. Oh, I thought it was already out. No, it comes out the 15th. Oh, I was going to say, was there like a Liam Neeson moment? <laughs> You're going to be taken. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Where's my family? Find You're my gonna family. Be taken. I will find you. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we don't need to talk it, about or that. Or is it daughter? Where's my daughter? I forget. I can't uh, I it depends on yeah, it depends on taken. I mean, I think there's like ten. At this Is point. there ten now at this point? Yeah, he he just sold out on that one. He just <laughs> kept doing them. Daddy needs a paycheck. He does. Everybody needs a paycheck. That's true. Uh, so I have something I'd like to talk about. If you don't have anything else, go for it. All right. Uh, so lately I've been into emulators. Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, as many of you may know or may not know. I have a lot of old game consoles. I have everything from, you know, the original Atari 2600 to the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, the Jaguar, Saturn, etc., etc., all those fun games between, game consoles between that. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, I don't have enough space to have everything set up. No, there are a lot of them. And I don't have enough money. <laughs> <laughs> to buy the games. Certain games are really hard to get, and I was talking about this today yeah. with you. Um, one in particular is, what was it? Uh, Panzer, Dragoon Panzer Dragoon Saga. Pan, Panzer Dragoon Saga, yeah. And that game is going for $440 on eBay. Yep. Crazy. <laughs> so anyway. Um, I didn't buy it way back when. I know. I had actually had a chance, and I was like, now I don't want to lead it. Now I need it. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't need it that bad. I don't need it $440 bad. Oh, um, no, I would not buy it now. Yeah. Just wander around the flea, flea yard sales. Someone will be selling old video game systems eventually. I wish, man. I, I feel like those days are gone. People know what they got these days. Um, but anyway, so I've been into the emulation scene right now lately. Um, originally, I had bought a Raspberry Pi 2, um, which is a small single-board PC. It's like a micro PC. Uh-huh. Super... 
low energy consumption, all that stuff. Right. Um, it's actually pretty capable for running any of the older games from PlayStation back. Anything newer, I wouldn't suggest using it for, but it's perfect for my needs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it runs Linux, which I like. Perfect. Yeah, but it's just there was a lot of issues setting things up exactly how I wanted to. And I think it's because of the port of Retro Station and Emulation Station that are on that one. So it's it's a built distribution from source, like a source. Right, right? gotcha. Like any other GitHub thing, uh, there's going to be bugs. So I was like, ah, this isn't doing exactly what I want. So getting frustrated, I said, screw it. Decided to take an old uh, Mac and use that. Nice. So I have a couple Macs laying around that just sadly sit there and rot. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I decided to throw uh, something called Emulation Emulation Station, which runs all kinds of other things in it. So it's like a hub. Cool. It's very cool. It's very clean. It's skinnable. It's uh, extensible. All that stuff. Wow. Yeah, very cool. Uh, so I use that as my hub. And then there's this thing called Retro Station, or I'm probably getting that wrong here. It's Lib Retro. Let me double check real quick. Lib Retro. Yeah, it's Retro Arc. I apologize. Retro Arc. Oh. So that is what actually runs all the the emulation and the uh, the console stuff. So uh, it has these things called cores, and they're just DLLs depending on if you're on Linux or not. If you're on Windows, it's DLL. If you're on Linux, it's a SH, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, all the different consoles are in cores, and you can just throw them in this folder, set it up, and get some ROM files from games you already own, obviously. Because mm-hmm. we don't we don't say you should be, you know, stealing backups mm-hmm. and whatnot. Right. <clears throat> anyway, um, and it, it works pretty amazingly, because I have... Uh, an Xbox 360 wired controller. Oh, nice. And I've been playing anything from the Game Boy. Pokemon on the Game Boy. <laughs> to, uh, I was playing this shooting game on TurboGrafx today, which is awesome. <laughs> we played Bonk. This, oh, no, I was playing a shooting game. It was, uh, I think I sent it to you. Oh, Arrow yeah. something. Yeah. I didn't realize, but that, that console... It looked really good. A lot of the games looked really decent. I never had a Turbo Graphics. Me neither. I think I knew one person who had one, but he had no friends because it, it was only one player. <laughs> there was only one controller. Well, that was a dumb <laughs> thing on Turbo Graphics part. Yeah. Um, Everyone wants to play by themselves. Yeah. Yeah, but th- this, uh, this. Everyone who buys a Turbo Graphics is player one. I mean, can you think of any game right now that? For a console, even if you have the console, we'll uh-huh. say, that you'd want to go back and play. A game I would go back and play? Yeah, anything you've played like as as you're younger that you oh. that you just don't own that you would like to play again. Oh God. Um yeah. Yeah, a lot of old NES games that I had that I don't I no longer have an NES or those games. There's yeah, tons so of those games I would love to go back and play. Exactly. I I got the I got the feels, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got the feels for the the old games that I used to play, um, so I wanted to recreate that as best I could. Couple things about that though, uh, specifically with Retro Arc, there's definitely some limitations as far as uh, like certain things aren't going to run well. Like mm-hmm. a 3DO, don't expect that to run 
like the 3DO RAM. Right. Which wasn't great anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Um, but, like, I couldn't get Jaguar stuff to run, which kind of sucks. Mm. I actually have I have a Jaguar with a bunch the, of games, so. The, the, the programming on those is probably really odd. Yeah, from what I hear, it was wicked. Wicked hard, yeah. Like I mean, Saturn. I say the Saturn was a mess, too, to program for. Yeah, the, the Saturn emulators I came across, it, it would literally boot up a game to the screen, and then they're like, yay, booted to the <laughs> splash screen. That's a step. Um, We're almost there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... uh, Yeah, so I've I just been doing that. That's what I've been doing lately. Um, I just... Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't work. The, that Raspberry Pi just wasn't working out for me for the other thing I bought it for and, and for this. So I was kind of sad about that. But well, at least it wasn't expensive. It was not expensive. That you was know, like forty-five bucks. Yeah. So like, it wasn't like you bought like you know a thousand-dollar computer and it didn't work out. You're like, uh, you know. Yeah. At least you know you. It. I mean, it's still forty-five bucks. It's still forty-five bucks. But you know, it didn't. It, it's. I'm sure you can find another use for it. Yeah. Another cool thing about this uh, retro arc uh-huh. was the ability to play things like Metal Gear Solid um, in higher resolution. Oh, wow. Yeah, so what I would do is I'd upscale the polygons, mm-hmm. but I'd keep the textures the same. I mean, they'd still scale up to fit the polygon, obviously, properly. Right. But it, it just looks really freaking cool how sharp things are. And it's Yet not in st- Japanese like yours. I have both. I have a Japanese version and um, the American version. Oh, I never knew you got the American one because I remember. Yeah. I remember um, staring right at it. <laughs> no, no, I believe you. I just never knew you got it. I, no, I yeah, yeah. You uh, back in the PS One days had a had the Japanese version. I swooped in. Um, God, I forgot how ugly the spine is of these things. I just, uh, yeah, I, I was there at the right time. My youngest was at his grandparents' house, and they watched a young kid who was kind of troublemaker mm-hmm. and they figured it was the video games so they literally took his games away and they gave them to me wow <laughs> i was like yes please All yes right. i'll take this <laughs> okay i have the import but i'll, I'll freaking take the uh, the u.s version sweet oh and by the way playing the import of of games like this if you don't know japanese freaking impossible yeah i do remember you going like i don't know what i'm supposed to do i must have spent hours what you're saying yeah i must have spent hours at the freaking gate where Merrill was supposed to open the gate up or whatever to get outside. Uh-huh. Ah. <laughs> it's still pretty funny, though. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it upscales that way, which is awesome. That is awesome. And it also will scale the pixel-based games, so they won't look blurry or anything. Oh, good. Yep. Um, I, can po- I can post a bunch of screenshots uh, once I, I post the episode. But it's pretty stellar how great things look on That's pretty cool, man. the MacBook screen. Well, it's a nice screen. I really I, I wanted to do this because I'm going away, going down the shore. And I, I know I'm gonna get stuck at some point just putzing around while my wife is on the beach or some shit like that, because I'm not a real beach person. Yeah. Um so I'm gonna be like, shit, what am I gonna do? Last last time I was uh I had a book and I don't have any books this time. So and you sat on the beach and read a book? Well, I think I sat in the house in the air conditioned house. Oh, oh see, that's that's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's my yeah, plan. Yeah. Uh, so this time I will come prepared, and I have thousands of games to play. Perfect. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I wish I could get 
certain Jaguar games to run, but I, I can't get them to run. I can't get any Jaguar games to run, which is really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even bothered with Saturn. Like I said, it's just uh, it, Saturn is just <laughs> plays Goldeneye perfectly, though. Let me tell you. Hey, there you go. Goldeneye's perfect. So you got some N sixty four shit. Oh yeah, yep. I got like uh, San Francisco Rush, Zelda, Mario, all the heavy hitters. Cart uh, Mario Kart. Got that too. Yep. There you go. You'll make Parrothead happy. Yeah. Spent his college years playing Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Well, the, since you're Talking about older games and emulation and things, this past week we saw the 20th anniversary of the original PlayStation in America, in the, in North America, not yeah. not Japan and all that. But How great is that? Before. It's pretty crazy. Yep. I mean, it's, well, one, I can't believe it's been 20 friggin' years. That's why it's crazy to me. I can <laughs> remember, I actually remember, and I wrote this on our Facebook page, I remember buying the PlayStation 1, the original PlayStation Mm-hmm. Um, with my hard-earned pennies that I saved, and I told the story on Facebook. I'm going to tell it again because I think it's it's worth telling, and it's kind of it's kind of where most kids of, I think of sure. my age group were at. Go for it. You know, we, we we didn't have jobs. You know, I was still in my teens, young teens. So uh, anyway, so I saved up for this thing, and I bought it. I had no money for a memory card, extra controller, or even games. <laughs> I had the demo. Mm-hmm. And that's all I played. I think I maybe had a magazine demo, because those magazines used to come with them. Oh, yeah, Next Gen and all them. Yeah, yep. So I think I may have had that. So <laughs> I get it home, and, you know, Dad obviously took me there and <laughs> drove me back. And Right, I, I assume you didn't walk. Yeah, yeah, our, our, our father. Um, and, you know, we get home, and I unpack it. I'm getting ready to hook up to my TV, which is a, most likely a 14- or 13-inch CRT TV, or maybe it was 19 inch. I don't know. Uh, at the time, at the time, it could have been. If you, and this is my personal TV, so oh, it's probably your, 13. Oh, your personal ones. Oh, yeah, that one was probably. Yeah, I don't remember. Probably 13 inch. Yeah, <laughs> blows my mind that I had a 13 inch TV. I okay, have laptops my, bigger. My first one was black. Was there black and white 13 inch? Was it? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, I remember that thing. It had knobs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. It was brown and yeah, black. Yeah, that's how, wood paneling. that's how old I am. Wow. Yeah, you are old. I know. Whew. Anyway, just, let's get over how old you are. Sad. It is sad. It's terrible. Very sad. Anyway, so I got it home, getting ready to hook it up. And I, um, you can just imagine my excite, excitement. I'm, like, shaking. I'm so excited to get this thing hooked up. Sure. First CD-ROM-based console for me. Yeah, and uh, I'm missing a part. <laughs> this is when the console makers decided that they no longer need to include a coax RF adapter. Oh, that's right. They started that's putting when just like, the uh, RCA cables. That's right. That's when they're like, "Well, this is better quality. We're gonna just stick the RCA in there." Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck!" Because <laughs> I had no more money. I had no more money, and I, I stormed downstairs. And I, I, I said to Dad, I said, you need to drive me right back to the store right now. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, because I think we were at the mall. We drove to, the, like, Babbage's in the mall. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. And he just refused. And, and he says, you don't even have the money for it. And it was just such a freaking cluster. And I honestly don't remember when I actually got the part to play it. But I had a console just sitting there <laughs> with no RF adapter to play it. 
It was so bad. That was probably the worst memory I have of video game yeah. consoles. Yeah. And that's that's including that is above the five Xbox three sixties I've had that exploded or melted over the years. Well that just became comical. It did. It became comical and my wallet became empty. <laughs> yeah. Which was really comical. Yeah, that was just that was just comical. Uh, uh, they kind of uh, uh, as this this number is from like as of 2007 so it's quite a bit ago now but even at that point in 2007 they had over a, mil- a million and two units shipped dear lord that that includes like like 28 million from what i'm reading uh, the ps1 unit that remodeled one yep little tiny dinky thing yeah but still, 102 million. Jesus, that is that is that is amazing. <laughs> I mean, it was a, I mean, I remember, I I do remember you getting it. Do you remember you playing all kinds of shit on it? I love. I remember you and I playing me- uh, Twisted Metal when you oh, got yeah. that for like hours on end because I thought that was we thought that was just great. That so game is full of gas. Oh yeah, that was so much fun just because that. That I don't, I don't know what it was about that game. Just dri- getting to drive around the whole. Not that, not that the city was that big in the first Twisted Metal. It felt big though, but it time. felt huge. <laughs> I I can remember the the Paris level. I, I think I also liked it because you you could do certain things to make the world change. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you could blow up the Eiffel Tower and it would break and fall down, and then you could get to the rooftop. It just had like this scalability to it that at the time you didn't really see too many games doing that. Mm-mm. No, you didn't. No, it was it was it was uh it was very cool. I had so much fun playing that. And I do remember all the fights you and I would have going back and forth between the Saturn and the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, man, you you just had no transparencies. And my garata shading or whatever. You had no garata shading, yeah. Your uh, polygons are all polygon silly looking. Yeah, whatever. You know, my whole uh was it software shading or rendering or whatever the yeah, hell? Yeah, you did a lot of software and stuff instead of the hardware. Yeah, I was just shut up. That's what they get for bolting on multiple <laughs> CPUs and GPUs and shit, and at the last minute they make it faster. <laughs> My Tomb Raider didn't look as good as your Tomb Raider. It's not. She looked awful. Her skin was falling off. Doesn't matter. It was. Just, it was still cool. It was. It was Sega. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Then now there is there was definitely a uh, a plus to the the Saturn that not many people talk about, and that would be the amount of RAM it had. Mm-hmm. So, for any type of two dimensional game like Fatal Fury or any type of fighting game, Streets of Fighter, that's all done in RAM because that's all stored yeah. in memory. There's only so much you can do on the disc. Yep. Uh, so the PlayStation would drop frames. They would drop frames, and, and even at one point, Street Fighter versus X Men or whatever the hell it's called, they couldn't do the tag team part, which just crippled the fucking game. Oh, that's right. And, and it looked awful. Like I, ha- I have it somewhere. Um, and the PlayStation version was just awful. And you could even expand the RAM on the Saturn. There yeah. Was a RAM cartridge. The big cart. Yep. So that's you could play a, uh, King of Fighters. Oh my God! Remember that Bung would bring it over. Yep. So freaking cool. It was a. It was a. You had to do some. Ninety five. It was a weird. It was an import, so you had to do like this weird cart swap thing. Yeah, I do recall him doing that. You had to put in your Game Shark cart boot 
pull it out and jam in the 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 uh, ram cart. Yeah, um, it was it fuck was that. <laughs> it was well. I mean, that was your like soft hack back then. You know, yeah, but back then it was cool because there was plenty of these consoles around. If it broke, God forbid, you know, it's just like, well, okay, I can buy another one now. I mean, I'm sure you could still buy one on eBay, but yeah. it's just going to get harder and harder to buy these things. Probably not PlayStations. No, probably not. Obviously, oversaturated. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> there's a million and two of them out there floating in the uh, in the ether. I'm I just sh- looked I'm up sure a mod chip for the um, for the Saturn. Oh. For, for playing um, homebrew, of course. Um, of course. And, and imports, of course. And it, it seems really easy to do. So I, I might take a stab at it. I'm not going to... I'm afraid that mine will just, like... It's just... Melt. Well, it's... I got let's it, just put it this way. I got it before your PlayStation. You did, but let's just put it so this it's, way. It's, the it's the game Guardian Heroes, which you have. I love that game. If I wanted to buy that right now, mm-hmm. it would probably sit me back about 150, 130, somewhere in that in that range. Oh my god. Unless I got the Japanese version, which I could pick up for 15 bucks. No shit. Yep. Why would why would why is the American one so expensive? All these games, all these games, the Japanese versions are way cheaper. <laughs> I don't know. I think because they're just I think maybe because the Saturn, I think it died out here faster. Yeah, it did. So that might be why. Yeah, it did die pretty. Uh, it did did it did die pretty pretty it, pretty it, epically it, here. It did 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 die. Yeah, did sorry. Die. We got some uh, responses when I posted this up on our Facebook page. We did. Yeah, we did. We got like two. <laughs> hey, we're still more than more than usual. <laughs> no, that's great. I, I I loved my PlayStation. No, well, it's uh, really hard for me to decide. Out of all the consoles I've owned, which, you know, I, I went back to the Sega Genesis. That was probably my first console I owned, personally. Um, I, it's hard to say which one I like the most, mm-hmm. but I would say that the PlayStation is probably right up there. was like neck and neck with something else. Maybe the 360. I love the 360, too, man. I, I play that thing to death. Well, here, wait, here's, some, uh, here, here's some games that, you know, we, we got response to that. that yeah. Cleon Wong liked Sudoken 1 and 2. I don't know if you played any of those. Yeah, Sudokens were good. Uh, RPGs. Yes. Ethan Petrie? I got, I'm, again, I'm terrible with names. Uh, he he liked awful. Bugs and Taz Time Busters. That sounds familiar. That, that's uh, Looney Tunes. Yeah. Right? And, well, and Bugs was, you know, you remember, the, remember Bugs, the little green dude? Ed Squirrel, he had some. He had some, some really good ones on his list. He had like three lists. <laughs> wow. He Final Fantasy Nine, Final Fantasy Tactics, Chrono Cross, Legend of Dragoon, Resident Evil, Vagrant Story, Legend of Mana, Saga Frontier. Those were big Squaresofts. Resident Evil, I, that I. That was the first game that made me like, oh, shit, you know. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I had a game do that. You know, Resident I mean, Evil was, yeah, that was outstanding. And I told the story again on, on our Facebook page. Right. But, um, you know, back then we, we did a lot of running on from Blockbuster. We did. Make sure you rewind your VHS, guys. Or it's like a $10 fee. Um, 
<laughs> but I would shop by box art because I was stupid. Well, <laughs> that was one way I, to catch your eye. It was one way to catch your eye. I mean, that. Why do you think like that's what they did with the Nintendo? The Nintendo games, like oh god, yeah. Guardian Legend, Guardian Legend, Guardian, yeah, Guardian Legend. That yep. was that was a great game. Didn't look anything like the cover. Nope. <laughs> Nothing like the freaking cover. Mega Man. <laughs> yeah. Mega Man. <laughs> you know, so, I mean... <laughs> yeah. So, they so had, yeah, they I, I shot to by... Your eye. Yeah, I, I shot by box art, and I saw Resident Evil, and it had, like, this this dude who looked like Bruce Campbell, um, very close to Bruce Campbell on it, and I was just like, well, this is... This can't be bad. <laughs> this dude looks like Bruce Campbell. Uh, so, I, I picked that up, turned it around, I you know, I saw some cool stuff, spiders and dogs and shit like that. Get mm-hmm. it home, and I think you were there mm-hmm. when I turned it on for the first time. I think. Do you remember that? I do, but I don't. Okay. I, I, I mean, I didn't know which was the first time you turned it on. I do remember you popping it in, booting it up, and saying, "Check this out." Okay, maybe it wasn't the first time, but yeah, I remember turning it on and just playing through. I'm still not really understanding what the whole thing's about, what the story's about, but it's really cool. It's 3D and walking around this mansion, can shoot guns and stuff. You Very couldn't cool. tell by that. That gripping dialogue, what was going on? Oh, my God, that was the best part. <laughs> Jill, come here. You, the master of lockpicking. <laughs> what is it? Blood. <laughs> Standing. Blood. Oh, my God, things have gotten so much better. Yeah. And worse, somehow. Well, some of them have, yeah. Anyway, so when we get to that one part with the zombie, I was just like, this is it. Oh, it looks over his shoulder at you? Yep. I was sold. Sold. (laughs) Yep. I was ready to throw money at them for many games until the fifth one, and then it just stopped. And you stopped throwing money like, no, my money. I I stopped, yeah. Squirrel also posted uh, some of these other non-square ones that were his favorites for the old system with... Metal Gear Solid, which we just talked course, about, that yeah. you, you know you were you were all over that Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh yes, uh, he likes Sudoken Two, Clock Tower, Kelowna, Vandal Hearts. <laughs> I never played Parappa the Rapper, but he liked that one. I, I played it a couple times. You know, I sucked at it. Yeah, you know he. he but so I mean, there were a lot of cool games for that system, and it's it's uh it's it's just funny that it's been a, it's past the twenty year mark. That system was really important for the U.S., in my opinion, um, because it, it, to me, it made the West important for development for developers. Mm-hmm. It was an easy develop for console. Yeah, and it, was. it really, I mean, it, it really got developers on board to just start just developing great games. Uh, it, the gaming industry was no longer just in Japan. You know, came over here, mm-hmm. and in a big way, I feel like, and this is not a, a, a you know, a mark against anybody else in, in the world, um, but I really think that the West has made the gaming industry stay alive for a, a big way. And then same thing with Europe, like a huge gaming industry in Europe. So it's not just Japan anymore. And in a way, that sucks, but it was important, I think, to keep the gaming industry alive. Well, it, it probably, yeah, I guess what you're saying. It kept it alive worldwide because I don't think it would ever yes. really die in Japan. But it kept it. It kept it. Numbers aren't great. I don't think numbers are great there. Yeah, for, really. I, I think if it's not a handheld. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, or mobile. Yeah. Damn. 
shift in perspective, you know, and I yeah. think it's harder over there. And uh, with Konami doing the shit they're doing, that's a perfect example. Fuck Konami. And Capcom, I think Capcom does some screwy stuff these days too, where it's just like, what the hell? Are At you least Capcom's doing? still putting out games. Yeah. You yep. know, and they they're not going on going off the deep end like Konami. But that console to me, that was a huge turning point. Like that console made a huge mark. Good mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not a blemish. That thing made a, a big boom in a good way. Yeah, that it took on the juggernauts. It took on Sega and Nintendo. Yeah, it's funny after after the Saturn you know, kind of finally said like, "All right, I'm tapping out." You know, when Sega like put the, put put the yeah. Saturn away for you know on the shelf, went yeah. to move on. I pretty much knew I was like, "They're not going to beat Sony." They're just I just I mean with yeah. the, with all the hype and everything, and as as very cool as the Dreamcast was, like there was a lot of cool things about it. And I, oh, I Dreamcast, was you so know, cool. I, <laughs> I, so I, I I I did love mine, and, and you know, it was a really cool system. Did so many cool things, but. Yeah, I, you know, I was just like, you're just, you know, I was like, the, the at that time when the PS2 was coming, I was like, just, you're, you're, you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah know, I was like, I was like, it's just the momentum that Sony had from the the original PlayStation. It just kind of like it just it's constantly kept. Uh, I mean, they hit a bump when they when the PS3 came out, but I think a lot of that was the price point. Well, I was just gonna say that uh, I, I think it's important that these companies realize that. You can't take just their name for granted to think that people are just going to blindly yeah, buy. I really there, think, the, yeah, the pr- yeah. There is definitely a user base that will blindly buy any brand, any of any kind. That's just how. That was human. That, that was me nature. and Sega. Yeah, exactly. It's human nature. It's the brand you trust and love, and you're mm-hmm. just gonna you're just gonna do that. So that's that's fine, but uh, you can't expect people to shell out six hundred, seven hundred dollars for a box that. Mm-mm. It isn't really doing anything different than the other boxes. No. And that's what happened with the PS3. Yeah, it was just way too much money. And in a way, and that's not fair, because in a way it was doing things that are different. It was definitely a media center before media centers mattered. True, but it was just... time. It just was not... You just can't ask people to pay that. That was just yeah, too I, much. I, I, that, I mean, that, that, that's my no, no. That's I mean, it's, <laughs> it's my, my, my it's my opinion. Really, I just thought it was too high of a price point. I was like, all right, see now I have to stop. Yeah, and I have to look at this like I could buy a computer. <laughs> I feel the same way about my PS3. Not so much today, but back when I got it, the same way I feel about my Xbox One today. Yep. I don't need it. Yep. I shouldn't have bought it. I should. I I if I had to do over again, I wouldn't have bought the Xbox One. And but that kind of makes me sad. It does. Because, again, I, I really, really like my 360. Really like my 360. I have so many games for that thing. I, I have over 100 games, I think. Yeah. Wow. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah. Yep. Whew. But, anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, the 20th anniversary, that just makes you feel really old. <laughs> so it must I think I feel? feel really old. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> That's Oof. it. We're getting out I of mean, here. I mean, nah, you're done. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even feel any older than I am. Thank you. Yeah. You just like wander around the house, like, eh, my back hurts. My lumbago. Oh, I guess I got to pee again. It <laughs> takes me so long to pee. <laughs> just stand here. Uh, the cats start to judge you. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody judge you. Uh, whatever. All right. 
<laughs> All right, guys. What do you think of the uh, the Fallout Four news with the new video series? You gonna watch that? Are you pretty happy about the thirty dollar DLC? season pass will get you all Fallout 4 DLC. And what are your, some of your favorite memories of the PlayStation, the original PlayStation? Uh, you know, favorite memories, favorite games, whichever. You can head over to our memories. Facebook page and let us know at <laughs> facebook.com slash humblebazooka and leave us a comment. You can also check out our site at humblebazooka.com. There we have links to our Twitter page and Facebook pages, as well as we'll get the outhousers.com linked up there, right? Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can also find me on Super Podcast of Magnifico with the vivacious Juan Dejo. And also check out our friend uh, Doc the Flux. Word. I know. Over at Feed It Comics. Feedicomics.com. And he also has new stuff that he's working on all the time. And we will have him back on the show again to give us some Star Citizen update and some other PC Master Race Kerfuffle. knowledge. So... And with all that, we'll be back next time. Say goodbye, Doomy. See ya. Humble bazooka. It's like a humble bazooka you're listening to. Humble bazooka. Yeah, yeah, baby. No, yes, yes, no, no, yes, no, no, yes, no. <laughs>